Greetings, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of the I Goddess Tings podcast. It is I, your host, Camille Talicia, aka the Intentional Goddess, and you know I'm so grateful to have you here with us again today, this week. Um, as you can see, we're doing another video episode. That's so crazy because, you know, we've been audio based solely this whole time on the podcast. And now we are giving you some visuals some faces to go with the voices. I hope that you're enjoying this little switch up of the podcast. Um, so we are continuing today the series with the co-authors of my upcoming anthology book, She Nominal Women. <coughs> Excuse me, y'all. <coughs> So as I told you guys, we are going to be going through a series of interviews with all of my co-authors um, throughout the next few episodes of the show. And so this week I have two amazing co-authors here with me that I'm so excited for you guys to meet. So you know what to do, stick around and you'll be back to meet them in just a moment. Welcome to the I Goddess Tings podcast a show for the goddesses that is a safe space for us to be ourselves and to talk about all of the things, the things we experience, that we love, we're challenged by, and even working through. I'm your host, speaker, author, and coach, Camille Talicia, aka Goddess Cami, aka the one and only Intentional Goddess. Let's start the show. All right, welcome back, folks, beautiful people. It's time for you to meet my two additional co-authors. Today with me, I have Theresa Shellcroft and Kiana V. Ware, who for the rest of the episode, we're calling V because that's what she likes to go by and we honor the names that people like to call themselves. Yes, people's names, period. What am I saying? Like to call themselves. We honor people's names here. Chosen, preferred names. So in the book, though, you will see her listed as Kiana V, V-I, Ware, but we call her V. So get ready to meet Theresa and V. Um, and I think we're going to start with Theresa. So welcome. Please tell the people a little bit about yourself, Miss Theresa. Uh, hi, my name is Theresa Shellcroft. I am 75 years old this year, 76 almost. And I originally am from West Virginia. I've been living in California for 40 years. I have learned to love the West Coast, even though I'm an East Coast girl. And I'm an artist, I'm a mother, a grandmother, a cancer survivor, a teacher, and still teaching. And I'm the oldest in my family, so I'm the next matriarch. Ooh, so wisdom is who we have with us today, folks. Miss Theresa with the wisdom. That's what age means, you know, just more wisdom, right? More experience. So, so happy to have you, Theresa. And next up we have Miss for the last time, Kiana Viewer, and moving forward, V. <laughs> Please introduce yourself, V. Thank you for that introduction. Yes, I am Kiana Viewer. Uh, v is for my middle name, Violeta. Uh, my parents actually named me after my maternal grandmother, um, and they thought that Violeta was too uh, old for a child. So since I got older, I have assumed uh, calling myself V, and that's how I present myself now because I am older. So. Um, Again, in the book, I will be featured as Kiana V. Ware, and my preferred name is V. Uh, so a little bit about myself. I'm born and raised from Georgia. Um, you can probably hear the accent. Uh, I'm from Latonia, Georgia. Grew up there, went to school in Atlanta, um, 
I have had an off and on journey throughout college, uh, which I talk about a little bit in my chapter. I am in year 10. Hopefully I can finish it up sometime soon. Um, I am an army brat. I was in the military myself, prior law enforcement. Um, and I'm currently a full-time artist. Uh, I recently quit my full-time job back in um, October of 2020. And um, I, before that I was a project manager for about 10 years and I had a very successful career. It was very hard for me to, uh, to find myself pursuing my art full-time. And um, with the combination of this book and praying and just signs from the universe, I took it upon myself to go ahead and pursue my dream. So I, I quit my job and thankfully all of my lights are still on. You know, I'm still here talking to you guys and uh, I'm, I'm grateful for that. And uh, I can't wait to share some more things with you guys today. Okay, so first of all, y'all, I have to be honest, this is my first time actually meeting V and Theresa. And so when V was saying she's from Georgia, I got so excited. I don't know if the video will show, but I was over here like, oh my God, because I'm in Atlanta. <laughs> I have been here for 20 some odd years now. I'm originally from New York. So are you still in Georgia, V? Yes, I am currently in Georgia. I moved back home back in May, so I'm here. <laughs> Where are you at, girl? Where are you? <laughs> Well, I'm between Latonia and Gwinnett because Gwinnett is where I work and Latonia is where I live. So it depends on the time of day it is. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Okay, I'm also in Gwinnett. So it sounds like we need to be friends. Just, you know, TBH off, off, off. And my, my sister's in Smyrna. Oh, oh okay. That's the oh, other side, honey. We ain't going to Smyrna. We, <laughs> <laughs> we not going to Cobb County. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Sorry, y'all. I had to just listen. When connections need to be made, they are going to be made, whether it's in real time or on the podcast, whatever it is. So, all right, with that, now, V, you started giving us a little bit of a taste of um, your chapter. So let's just dive right into you giving us like a two to three sentence summary synopsis of your chapter without, of course, giving away like the juicy, juicy bits. But, you know, just give us a little something, give the people a tease about what they can expect from your chapter. Sure. Um, my chapter is, is kind of like myself. It's very diverse. Um, I talk a little bit about my journey to finding happiness um, and the things that I encountered along the way of defining that. Um, I use a phrase a lot in my chapter called the sweet spot, uh, which I apply to so many different areas of my life. Um, and uh, yeah, without giving too much away, the sweet spot I think we all can find um, in any dark moment. And that is mainly what I focus on in my chapter. Oh, I like that. Finding the sweet spot. Mm, okay. So I think I might have just given it a different meaning. My bad. <laughs> it applies to all aspects of life. <laughs> that part. <laughs> okay, Theresa, give us, not, we're not giving away this, the goods now, but what can people come to expect when they get our book, She Nominal Women, uh, and read your chapter? Well, I thought about it long and hard because I grew up during segregation and I was part of the civil rights movement. And then I'm on the other side of it now and seeing what's returning. So I debated about whether I should focus on that part of my life, but I did, but I, I wove it into my art and how I've had to live through my art to deal with all these different time periods and stages in my life. 
Oh, okay. So first of all, like just want to honor and acknowledge the work that you did and that you likely are still holding space for, if not actively still doing, right, in all of the movements. So just thank you for that. Uh, as a Black woman in America, definitely have to just acknowledge that for sure, honor that. Um, and I'm so excited. So both of you are artists. So this is, okay, so the theme of today's episode, folks, is art, uh-huh, in some capacity. <laughs> So whatever the title is, it's going to be art in some capacity will be the title of the book. <laughs> okay, so y'all, I'm sorry. I'm silly. We're going to laugh. This is not a serious affair. Let's just have a good time, okay? Feel free to giggle, chuckle, you know, make a silly face. Whatever feels good to you. Um, all right, so my question, right, the first question that I start off with, with the ladies, is why did you say yes to being a part of this book in the first place? And Theresa, if I could throw it right back to you, what was the, especially given the fact that you clearly have so much to share, like why did you say yes to this book in particular? First, because of the lead author, Tasha Champion, who I dearly love. We are both breast cancer survivors, so we share a lot in common. But also I, I feel, especially going through breast cancer, that I have, I have something to offer. You know, my first thought when I was diagnosed was, okay, God, I'm not done yet. So let's get this over with. Um, I think if I don't um, offer my wisdom, my experience, I'm doing an injustice. I was raised as the oldest to make sure that I set an example for those coming behind me. And I see this participation in the book is the same thing. There's something I can say to other women, other young ladies, other young men coming behind me. So that's why I elected to do it. I love that. And we definitely, you know, I think we don't uh, turn to our elders as much as we used to anymore. And so I, I really think that your re your yes, the your why. Um, is super important. And even if there are people who don't recognize the importance now, I pray that they do in the future, right? Because there is like, yes, there's something that's great about, you know, learning new things and being innovative. But if we don't learn our history, then we are bound to repeat it, which we are actively seeing right now in America. So thank you, Theresa. <laughs> Again, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Period. <laughs> V, what about you? Why did you say yes to being a part of this book? Um, yeah, my, my reason was definitely uh, multifaceted as well. The first reason was because Tasha is a good family friend of mine. Uh, she's been best friends with my aunt for years and years. And um, I'm, I've always just kind of followed her from afar and admired her, um, her passion and her drive. And when she got diagnosed with breast cancer, um, I got the opportunity to design a couple of shirts for her and um, root her on from a distance and all of that. So I've seen all the things she's done in the last couple of years. Um, and she, she came to me and asked me if I want to be an author on this. And I thought to myself, if she thinks that I can do it, then clearly I need to think about it. So <laughs> um, me, myself, I've always been in, uh, a writer, a poet. Um, and I wanted to publish my own poetry book at some point in life. And it's just one of those things you just keep putting off and putting off. Um, and so for 2020, I told myself I was gonna say yes to anything that grew my artistry. Anything that is gonna grow my artistry, I'm gonna say yes this year. And so when she came to me and asked me, do you wanna do the book? The answer was yes. And I would figure out everything else after that. So that, that's the main reason why I said yes. <laughs> 
Yes, 2020 was your year of yes, honey, in a year when so many people <laughs> had no's. You said, we're making it a year of yes. I love that. I love that. Okay, so you said you're a writer and a poet. Is there any other art that you do as well? Or is that your main form of being of being an artist? Oh, I do so many different forms of, of art. Um, I always say I'm an artist first. That is like my, my tagline. Um, I do, I'm a musician. I play the trumpet, the French horn. Um, I write music. I, I can play the keys. Um, I, like I said, I write poetry. Um, I write short stories. I do editorials, um, illustrations, graphic designs. I have my own graphic design company. So I learned how to do uh, digital artwork. I do commissioned um, paintings. I do charcoal drawings. Um, pretty much anything you I used to say, my slogan used to be, if you can think it, I can make it. Um, I do home decor. I've done somebody's um, car. They wanted me to paint their car. I've done that before. Um, I build furniture for myself. So, so many different forms of art. Um, like I said, if it builds my artistry, I'll say yes to it and learn it. Did y'all catch the, the the slight humble flex we just did on us? I just hope y'all caught that, okay? She was like, oh, so yeah, I write, I draw, I play, uh, I sing, I dance, I run, I'm killing these hoes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am obsessed already. And um, offline, V, we need to talk a little bit about some of that graphic stuff and the, um, if you do any graphic illustration, uh, anyways. Offline, we need to talk about that after the show. Um, so Teresa, Theresa, excuse me, Theresa, you mentioned um, sewing earlier. Yes. What other art do you do? Well, I'm a painter. I draw um, collage. Actually, I learned painting and drawing. I learned all of that when I was very young, as well as sewing. So at this part of my life, they just sort of all come together. I do my own fabric designs and then use those to make quilts or I do my own fabric designs and make other things. Um, I've had quilts shown all over the country in different museums. And to me, it's just like collage. It's, it's no different than painting or drawing. I'm a hand quilter. And when people say, well, why do you still hand quilt? Because it's drawing and I, I have to draw. <laughs> you understand why. Um, I too play piano, play the flute. Um, what else? I don't sing, I do dance sometimes, but all the arts, if it's in front of me, I'll, I'll do it, whatever it is, so. You know, y'all gonna stop stunting on me today. That's what you're not gonna do, okay? I'm not about to sit here and just be shown up by all these artistic artists on my show today. No, I love it. Um, so this wasn't one of the questions, but I just think that it would be remiss of me not to just kind of explore the conversation of how your art, has served your journey, right? Like your your life journey, and obviously the your your yours is a little your story is is not as long as as Theresa's, but a journey is still a journey, right? So I, I, if you guys are open to shifting into that conversation briefly, I'd love to kind of just go there. Um, and I'm open to whoever has an answer first. There's no <laughs> whoever wants to go first can share. Since I put you guys on the spot. Well, I, I'm open to uh, to sharing. Are you okay yeah. with that, Theresa? Okay, all right. I think she gave the nod of approval. So I'm gonna go ahead and give her some time to, to think on hers. Um, yeah, the journey has definitely uh, has definitely been reflected through my art. I think like Theresa mentioned, um, a lot of times when we go through things, we, we love to illustrate it with our art, right? It's more like a, 
a form of expression. And for me, um, I find that the more things I, I, I add to my tool bag, the more ways I'm able to express myself. So typically um, music is something that moves me when I'm happy. You know, whenever I'm happy, I find myself picking up my trumpet and just playing along with songs that are playing. I might improv or I might be into jazz that day or I might just feel like playing music and I'll step outside and play and the neighbors will hear me, that kind of thing. Um, poetry is like a in love type thing for me. You know, romance brings about the poetry. Um, sometimes hurt brings about the poetry too. You know, grief can bring about the poetry. Um, same thing with art, like painting and things of that nature is usually uh, something that moves me that I can't put to words. I'll illustrate it with, with my, you know, my graphics, uh, with my hands, and then um, move into a different medium with the digital illustrations. I learned that in my college years. And so uh, as the journey goes, um, some of the forms of, of expressing myself came along um, as I grew older. And so the digital illustrations came about in more of an era of me uh, learning how to incorporate my art into my career. So, you know, leading a life of project management is very organized, very structured. And as an artist, you know, you kind of bounce around from project to project to project. So you are a project manager, but it doesn't have as much structure as, you know, being a project manager for someone else. So I think in the um, middle of my career, you know, pace, getting about to the five year mark was when I really realized I could benefit from incorporating my art. And so that journey was very beautiful for me. Um, coming full circle to the 10 year mark where I was this past year, I realized that I was at a ceiling um, where I was, I was reaching that mid-level career point where I could you know, transition into teaching people or I could transition into what I wanted to do. And so that is why I chose to go ahead and quit my job because I was here making all this money and I thought to myself, you know, there's a ceiling, there's a cap as a woman, especially a woman of color in a corporate workplace, you know, you're training all these people, they're making way more money than you. And that's part of the journey. You know, part of the journey is getting better at your craft and not getting paid what you're worth. And so for me, um, <laughs> and so for me, um, you know, being a part of the generation that Theresa and my grandparents, you know, fought for, they, you know, did certain things so that we wouldn't have to. And so I feel like I would be doing them an injustice to still be subject to the prejudice and you know the systematic racism that comes with our progression in corporate America. And so when I came to that point where I could financially leave my job, I said, you know what, why not? You know, this, this would make my grandmother proud. I'm gonna quit my job and I'm gonna make the same money if not more for myself. And so that's what I did. So now that's where I am full circle with my journey. I'm in a place of embodying everything that all of my ancestors before me fought for, and I'm here to live it out for them. Y'all, she said so many damn words. I can't even, <laughs> and I don't mean like she's talked a lot. I'm saying like she had, those were words. Like she had a few words. I'm over here like praising it. <laughs> wow. Okay. Theresa, what you got? <laughs> I'm not even gonna break it down yet. What, what, I'm sorry, not what you got. How has your... How has your art, your artistry played a role in your journey so far? My art is my journey. Um, I have a granddaughter who is four. She'll be five the end of this month. And she says every day, I'm an artist. I'm an artist. And that takes me back to when I was four and drawing. And I knew in my heart and in my soul, that's what I was. But the outside world doesn't always, especially if you're a woman of color, doesn't always um confirm that for you. So my art is my journey. And just like Vi says, there's some things you can't say in words. 
and you have to say in creative expression, be it music, be it dance, be it a poem, be it a painting. So when you, and I've just come to realize this myself, I look at my art all around my house and I see my soul, I see my spirit, I see the journey I've come through, recognizing who I am, where I am in the world, what the world is, uh, how I relate to the world, the impact of the world upon me. And it's, it's all in my art. But we're trained to not be in our art. We're trained to be outside of it and looking in instead of being in, looking out. So if you ask me about my journey, my, my journey is through my art, whether that's teaching art or it's creating art. It's, that's my journey. Oh, I love that. Oh, I can see my soul in my art. Mm, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, okay, so I want to pick up off something that you just said, and I'm, y'all, I would apologize, but no, because this is what this podcast is about, letting you get to know the authors better, so I'm just going to go in the direction that this, the conversation flows, okay, thanks. Anyways, so you said something about your impact um, on the world, I think, with your art. I don't know exactly how you phrased it, but the question that came to my mind for both of you, but I'll start with Theresa since you just were speaking on it, um, is how do you, or how have you noticed or realized or become aware of how your art, how did I write this? Let me just look at my notes, y'all, okay? How have you noticed your impact on others through your art? Yeah, let me, okay, one more time. So <laughs> the question is, how have you noticed your impact on others with your art? That's a good question. Um, When you asked me that, two things came to mind. I did a pastel drawing one time. I woke up and this image came to me and I did it. And then I had to go to West Virginia for a show. And in the show, a friend of mine said, I want that. I said, you want that? Because I hadn't even had a time to digest it. I didn't even feel it was it was done. He said, no. Then this year I did a work about the pandemic. And a friend of mine looked at it and said, I want that. I said, you want that? (laughs) So I see people responding to things and I want them to respond to what it is that respond, that that triggers their soul, their spirit and so forth. Um, I have children say to me, and not only children, but adults, my goal as an art teacher and as an artist is to awaken creativity in other people that we're all creative. And so when people come to me and say, oh, you inspired me to do this or to do that, or then then I know my art has served its purpose. So is that what you're asking me? Any answer would have been fine, but that was beautiful. I'm like writing it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, V, are you ready? Do you have an answer? I know I just put y'all on the spot with these. So yeah, you did answer the follow up after that. I don't know if I want to go in now. <laughs> no, um, yeah, that that was so, so beautifully said. Um, I definitely think uh, a true testament for me to see if I've impacted someone is um, their happiness. You, I mean, you can almost feel um, the energy that they get when you hand someone your work, whether that be, you know, a painting or a quilt or some clothing that they can touch, something they can wear. Um, there's always a certain level of, of satisfaction that comes with that. For me, I feel like when I do things for people that are not particularly artistic and um, they get so excited, I think that it gives them an experience that we get as artists when we express ourselves. 
you know, because if someone will come to you, especially with like logos, they'll, they'll say, I want I want my logo to say this. I want I want people to look at this and think this about my company. And they don't really know how to put it into graphics, you know, and so they come to you and you you think to yourself, OK, how would I illustrate this? And so you do it and then they look at it and you can just tell there's a level of gratification that comes with it that they wouldn't have attained if it weren't for you. And so as an artist, for me to share that with other people is probably the, the most, it's like the gift that keeps giving, you know, cause every time I see that person, for instance, Tasha actually, you know, I gave her one shirt and then it turned into multiple things. Now here we are writing a book together, you know, I'm doing a logo for her right now, actually for another nonprofit organization she has. And it's just the thing that keeps going over and over again. And um, I do think that it is, a, it is just a true testament to life in its essence and the beauty of your passions and how you can impact the world. Mm, look at y'all coming with the good answers on the spot. I love it, I love it. Okay, Theresa, awakening creativity and other people. V, you shifted energies. And I was trying to figure out the words to describe that thing when you are taking their words and like illustrating them, but it's like you're breathing life into them in this other way, like with the logos, right? Cause I mean, I've dabbled in logo design. I'm not, I, yeah, I've dabbled. And I know what you're talking about. Like when they're like, oh my gosh, like that's the, like that was the thing I was saying. And you're just like, you're welcome. <laughs> but I get what you, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. So yes, okay. Thank you for indulging my journey into having a conversation about art. I can't say it won't come back up again, but we are gonna shift back to the book for just a second, right? Today's episode is brought to you by the new upcoming book, She Nominal Women, authored by visionary author Tasha Champion and, of course, myself, Camille Felicia, the co-author, one of the co-authors, uh, along with the other ladies that you are hearing on today's episode. To get your copy of the She Nominal Women book, you can pre-order it now through the end of March by going to shenominal.com forward slash Camille Felicia. So my next question, right, is what is the one thing, and I mean, there may be more things, so just pick one of the things that you think the people who know you, right, like some of the people in your life already are going to be surprised to learn when they read your chapter. Ooh, ooh. Theresa, are you ready? You ready? I'm ready. Okay. I've been thinking about this. I think people who know me and they know all these diplomas and plaques and so forth on my wall and the confidence that I have that I really sit on the fence between confidence and lack of confidence. I think they'll be surprised at that. Really? So what you're saying is that the, 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 it's a facade of, a, of the superwoman facade. <laughs> it's not necessarily a facade, mm -hmm. um, but it's probably a personal insecurity. Mm. You know, for example, when I was teaching little children, I had a parent conference and I'd sit down with the parent and I'd hear things coming out of my mouth that was absolutely true of a child that I just picked up on but I had no conscious awareness of it. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing. I have, I do have a lot of confidence, but in the background, there is this little voice that says, are you sure about that? 
yeah of course of course of course yeah and and i and facade wasn't the right word but uh i think that it, it offered an opportunity for you to do, go a little bit deeper so i'm glad i said it <laughs> okay v what about you what is one thing that your folks are going to be surprised about when they read the book Mm, you know, I hate I hate to copy the answer, but I honestly think <laughs> I think as she nominal women, we we definitely put on a strong facade of of I have everything together. And for me, my chapter focuses a lot on transformation and the grief that I went through um, in learning the person that I am today. And so it's very uh, very introspective, and I am open in a way in the chapter that I am not in my daily life. So I think that people who know me will probably find insight um, in reading the chapter and learning what really goes on in my head when I'm going through something, you know. So you're giving them like a sneak peek behind the scenes, behind the curtain, because y'all are artists, right? So behind the curtain peek into what's really going on. And, and you know, I think I'm inclined to agree. I'm not talking about my chapter on today. This is about y'all. But I think that I ha also have a little bit of that extra insight in my chapter as well, um, just in that conversation. So yeah, and it's kind of fun, right? So that 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 brings me to my next question then, because you're giving this behind the scenes look, like what, what would you say was the hardest thing for you to open up about when you were writing your chapter, especially considering that behind the scenes peak that you were giving? And V, I'll just circle it back to you if you're ready. <laughs> yes, I'm as ready as I'm gonna be on this uh, podcast. <laughs> um, you know, for me, honestly, um, my chapter again focuses on grief and uh, transformation of self and, um, that was probably the hardest part for me was talking about what I was grieving during that time. Um, I focused on uh, losing someone who taught me how to be the person I am today. And that was a hard thing for me. You know, I think we all experience loss and there's for everyone, there's that one or that two, that if you lost any of them, it will change you. And um, I, I learned that when I was going through college and um, it, it came out of very, a pivotal point in my life. You know, I was in my senior year in college and it, sh it shattered me. Um, and so that was very hard for me to talk about even for only a chapter. Um, to this day, it still, it still eats me up. Tomorrow is actually um, the anniversary of the death of uh, the person who I was speaking about. And every year there's something different. So I always take off that day because you never know how you're gonna feel. And um, so now that I'm working for myself, I'll be taking tomorrow off and I'll be reflecting on, on the life. <laughs> I'm over here talking, I'm on mute. Uh, yeah, I, I totally get that. And, um, you know, I, I lost my mom a few years ago as well. And so, and also this month. So I definitely got, I understand for sure, you know, like each year, the H anniversary, it, it hits a little different. It just depends on what's going on. So, um, okay. Looking forward to reading that, See, finding the parallels in our journeys. Yes. Okay. All right, Miss Theresa, throwing it back to you. What was the hardest thing for you to open up about when you were writing your chapter? I think the hardest thing for me to open up about is what I previously mentioned is um, that standing on the fence, do I or don't I, or am I sure, am I not sure? I've always known art was what I should do, but when you don't find many people in the world supporting you, you kind of doubt it and you wonder if that's what you should do. So it was hard for me to look at that realistically and, and 
go through my feelings about it and to put that on paper. That was, that was hard. It was harder to look at it than anything else. And so do you mean harder to look at it after you wrote it or harder to like do that introspective work to write about it? Yes, Which harder to do the introspective work, to, to look at it and say, oh yes, this is true. No matter what facade you put on, this is true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, owning our stuff. Mm, yes, mm-hmm. Okay, I, I love that. And so um, this question just came up to, came up in my head. So I'm putting, y'all are so on the spot today, I'm sorry. <laughs> but in thinking about the stories that you were able to share, is there anything that now that your chapter is submitted, the book is about to be out, like that you're sitting there like, you know what? I wish that I had been able to also share this with them, or I wish that I'd been able to, to put this one other thing in there. I'd remember to an introspection. Is there any one thing? And if the answer is no, that's perfectly okay. But if it's yes, we want to know. <laughs> v, you look like you got something to say. Mm, you know, you keep putting me on the spot, but I, <laughs> um, you know, yeah, actually, um, I think, you know, with the chapter, with us doing everything over the course of months, we kind of are in a different space now that the book is about to be released. And um, for me personally, there there was a lot going on uh, when we went into doing the book with the Black Lives Matter movement and with myself trying to see how I was going to incorporate that in my art. You know, because I, I like to be active in my community as well with the, the activism that we do and supporting it with my arts. Um, and so, you know, currently, I think that the thing that I really wish I had included was more so um, growing up in a mixed household. Um, I realized that was something for me, uh, building my personal brand that impacted me that also is relatable to a lot of people. And um, not, not only being a minority, you know, my father is black and my mother is Filipino. Um, so my experience was different growing up. My mother, you know, when we were walking around with her, she would be with us and we would look darker than her, you know, and so she had a different experience. And as a woman, I realize that now that she must have had a really hard time raising two mixed kids, you know, walk, just walking around with us in the store. She would tell me stories about getting stopped in the mall and they would think that she was kidnapping us or something, you know, crazy or um, things that I experienced as a child just, uh, culture just cooking you know so I kind of wish that I had touched on that a little bit and how that affected me um pretty much uh being nurtured by my maternal I mean my paternal grandmother because my grandmother that I speak on in the chapter was a black woman um and she she heavily influenced the way that I was raised and the way that I stand proud when I walk into a room you know she said people are going to judge you from the time you walk in and they can only be wrong when you open your mouth. And so that that I always keep to myself. Yes, yes, that same energy, you know, that same energy. I, I remember that so vividly because it is so true. You know, people see you in every room that you walk in. They see your color. They see that you're a woman. They see your height. They see the way you're dressed. But you can only prove them right or wrong until you open your mouth. And so for me, that is something that I wish I had spoke more on because not only my grandmother, you know, contributed to that, but my mother did as well her being, like I said, a Filipino woman who was born in the Philippines and then moved here because her father was in the military. So that influenced so much about the woman that I became. And I wish that I had touched on that a little bit. Sorry for the delay, y'all. I'm over here writing this quote. 
People are going to judge you from the moment you walk in the room and you can only prove them right or wrong once you open their open your mouth. Mm, come on, grandma. Thank you for the wisdom. We are grateful. Uh, wow. Yeah, that would have been cool to share. So, you know, that might be a part of the sequel, honey, because apparently there's one coming. Sasha don't know it yet. But <laughs> She's unaware, but uh, apparently the co-authors are already planning the sequel. So that part. <laughs> Okay, Miss Theresa, um, same question to you. Is there something that you wish now in hindsight that you could have included in your chapter? And what is that thing if it's a yes? Well, I don't think there's anything I would have included in my chapter as it is, but listening to Vi talk about her grandmother and my grandmother raised me. And since that time, I've done so much reflection on what she taught me um, and things she said that I would like to write something about her and the wisdom she gave me. The first thing she taught me was to listen to the wind and the birds. And I have always, and I teach that to my granddaughter, we're going to go out and feed the birds and we're going to listen to them and watch what they do. So there's things like that I would like to tell. Because going back to we talked about earlier about our elders, I was fortunate enough to be raised by an elder and I was taught to listen to the elders and all that wisdom is coming right back now, you know, the older I get. And so I want to pass it on to another generation. So the next book. <laughs> so we know what your chapter is going to be in the sequel. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I love that though. I really, really love that. And now y'all are making me miss my paternal grandmother as well. She passed, uh, 2012 and I'm just yeah little Jamaican lady Herma she just with the cutest little accent the high-pitched voice like her <laughs> okay anyways um so <laughs> I love that okay so, so let me say the next book will be the wisdom of our grandmothers oh my gosh that would be so beautiful oh maybe you should be the visionary author of that one Theresa Oh, I'll think about it. <laughs> She's already like, all right. Maybe I should buy, should do it. Are you? Well, V, what you say? What, what, what say you? Listen, I'll sign on as a co-author, but Miss Theresa, you gonna have to. Miss <laughs> Theresa, you gonna have to spearhead it because you're the elder. You know, you said you're the matriarch, so go ahead. We're gonna follow. We're gonna follow. <laughs> Where you lead, I will follow. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, okay, so last question, ladies, as we wrap up this discussion. Actually, I have two questions, but this is the last one in regards to the chapter. And I'm just thinking, if there is like one thing that you hope readers take away about you, whether it's from this conversation today, in conjunction with your chapter or just your chapter, whatever, like, where what is something that you hope that when they finish reading that they will think about you and say man v is da 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 theresa is da 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 what would you say that one thing is and miss theresa you look like you're writing something down i've been putting v on the spot so i'm gonna go to you first okay <laughs> i was writing my thoughts yeah. uh one thing that i want them to know about me when they walk away is that no matter what you can do it no matter what and that's what i taught my son if somebody says no you just find a way to go around it that's all you know 
So that 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 would be the one thing. Resilience, perseverance. I love that. I love it, love it, love it. Okay, V, back to you. Um, I would want the readers to take away um, living life with no regrets. I think that is probably my takeaway message for everyone. I think if an opportunity presents itself and you're going to look back years and say, man, I wish I had done X, Y, Z, do it. Life is too short. <laughs> life is too short. Yeah. I love that. I love both of those. Okay, fantastic. So y'all, we are going to get ready to close out. And I want to make sure that the people on the internet have spaces to find you. Actually, no. I want to make sure that the listeners have a way that they can find you on the internet should you want to be found. So is there a place on social media? Is there a website that people can go to so that they can connect with you before we close out? And, and also, if you have any final thoughts or final words um, that you can share at this time as well. So the little bit to you. <laughs> Um, yes, I have a website, of course, because I am a graphic designer. So you guys can uh, check out my work at www.bewaredesigns.com. That's B-E-W-A-R-E, -E, like my last name, designs.com. Um, I am on IG. You can find me at, at official Beware Designs. Um, and my personal account is Bear With V. So um, IG and, and my website, hit me up and I would love to hear what you guys are thinking, um, what you think about my chapter and I, I will feature you on my site. Yes, I love that. First of all, what did you say? What was that last one? Be, beware with V? No, what did you, what was your handle? Bear with V. Bear with, I was like, I thought, I knew it was something cute and then I lost it that fast, don't mind me. Um, okay, Miss Theresa, where can the people find you? They can find me on Facebook. That's the only social media site I'm on right now. And it's Studio One Artworks. And also I'm developing my website. I had one years ago and let it go. So I'm in the process of rebuilding. But Studio One Artworks on Facebook. And is it Studio the number one or the word one? The word one. Awesome. Okay. Studio One Artworks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. That's where you can find Miss Theresa. And so to close us out, like final thought question is just simply like, what is bringing you joy right now? Too much on the spot. <laughs> no, what's okay. bringing me joy is every day I wake up and see the sun. Perfect. Simple, straight to the point. No frills. Love it. V, what about you? See, I should just always go first so that she's last every time because she just takes it home and then I have to try to take us back. So, <laughs> well, you know, I don't know when this will get released, but it's actually um, the week of Valentine's Day, guys. And I'm a cancer at heart, so I'm all in love and stuff right now. <laughs> yeah, what brings me joy is definitely um, someone I'm talking to. There's just so many little things. I got, I got some gifts, some early Valentine's Day gifts, and I opened them before the call. So I'm like in a really good mood. Um, I do not bake at all. And this person sent me some brownie cookies through the mail. I was like, oh my God, I've never received baked goods through the mail, but <laughs> they were awesome. The thought, it was the thought that counted that just had me on a high. So I'm very happy right now. <laughs> that is such a sweet gesture. When's your birthday? July 13th. Mine is July 11th. Oh, it's my little brother's birthday. Look at us. We have so many similarities. I'm going to get your information offline on the Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Connections. Okay, so I'm a Pisces, so we're team water sign over here. 
I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Like, yeah, no water sign. I'll give you that. No I was just trying to make a connection too. It's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So you guys, you know, before we end every episode, I will give, I pull a card from the I Goddess Oracle deck. And so the card that came up today, so this is your guidance, is be still. And the message is, goddess, there is much to be learned, felt, observed, and most importantly, appreciated inside of stillness. Your extra activity has caused you to miss or almost miss an opportunity that can really only be accessed when you get still. Even if it's just five minutes today, create the time to quiet and still yourself. This will be a space of connection with spirit and your higher self. They've been missing your presence and your attention. Choose stillness now so that it's not forced on you later. Take three deep breaths and then be still and enjoy. So for those of you who are listening to this and you've been doing too much, be still. Take three breaths and be still. And um, okay, so guys, with that, we are complete with today's episode. I hope that you've been enjoying this video format, putting faces to voices, and that you've enjoyed this conversation with my fellow co-authors, Theresa Shellcroft and Kiana V, where... <laughs> emphasis on the B, okay? Um, they, I've really enjoyed getting to know them. We found the artistic similarities. We got, I got to take them on other journeys they weren't expecting with the questions. And I feel like they answered uh, like true troopers and just, you know, women of class and grace. So I'm really grateful. Uh, thank you ladies for just agreeing to do this and be a part of this. I um, am honored to be in a book with you guys and being able to share our stories um, together about how she nominal we are. A -A -A. I'm so excited. I hope you guys um, go and get the book when it comes out. I am inserting the launch information here in post-edit. The Shinominal Women book is going to be releasing on March 30th, 2021. You can pre-order your copy now at shinominalwomen.com. And <laughs> so make sure that you grab your copy from the website or from whichever author you know personally so you can get a signed copy from her. Make sure that you um, just connect, touch base, stay in touch, all that jazz. You heard the ladies' online information. Please make sure you reach out to them, especially after today's episode, getting a chance to get to know them better. Share with them something that they said that touched you. If you're an artist, reach out to them. I mean, you heard them flex on us earlier with the multi-talented things that they have that they're able to do and all this, that, and the third. I'm over here just like, well, I just, you know, I, I dibble and dabble, but you know. So anyways, this is not about me. This is about them. This is about y'all. Um, so we are complete. As always, I am super grateful for you guys. I appreciate you. Stay blessed. Be amazing. Be intentional. And I will see you on the next episode. Bye, y'all. This has been another episode of the I Goddess Tings podcast, created and produced by Camille Talicia of The Intentional Goddess. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a fellow goddess, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, and rate and review it so other goddesses can find us and join in too. We're available on all podcasting platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. For more information about The Intentional Goddess, head to www.theintentionalgoddess.com and you can connect with me on Facebook or Instagram 
at The Intentional Goddess. See you in the next episode.